You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You, you, you know what you are? You're a popcorn salesman. Worldwide Sports Radio presents the, 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 the home stretch. All right, let's hit the field with, with, with Tyler and friends. Hello! Welcome to the home stretch. I'm your host, Tyler Harrison. Normally, I make fun of Speedy right about now. But I'm going to have a lot more fun making fun of this guy. Hello, Aaron Marks. How the hell are you? I am very, very good. I'm here with you today, so I'm, I'm, I'm just bright and happy. That's what I could say. Holly jolly. I, I don't know. Ho, ho, ho. It's going to be an interesting show because there will be a lot of arguing on this show, I'm sure. No, I'm pretty positive on that's that. That's because you're too dumb to realize that when I'm right, you just can't accept it and you can't move on. First of all, you're never right. That's I don't know what true. you're lost with. That's maybe you're lost true. in translation, or maybe you're just in your own Comprende movie, your own video espanol? game. You're probably in your own, you're on your own video game or something like that. Maybe we should call it the Tyler Harrison video game. The moron video game. My brain is more on than yours. I don't know about that, but go ahead. You just said it. Just go ahead. All right, so... um. Actually, believe it or not, it's kind of a special. Woo! It is a special. It is a special. We're adding two shows into one. Woo! Yeah, so instead of doing two shows tonight, Woo! me and Tyler are going to do the home stretch for the Woo! first hour and a half, and the last Best hour, first. we're going to do below the mic. Boo. Why is it boo? Below? Boo? No, below means hitting it below. You know, below the mic. Right, but I go over the bar. Well, you go over whatever you want to go over. <laughs> including including the cheeseburgers you ate today, right? I didn't actually eat any, so you can go F yourself. So what did you eat today? Um, Nothing, actually. I don't think I eat today. You didn't I had eat a very anything. big Christmas dinner, to well, be honest. So wait a second. Let me get this straight. So because you ate a good and big Christmas dinner. Very big. Very you, good. You didn't eat all day today. Does that make sense to you? That's not true. I had a buttered bagel so you eat a piece of bread so that's a great meal i said a buttered bagel yeah that's a piece of bread oh <laughs> what do you think bagels I, I, are I, I know but i it's I bread one eight seven seven nine zero nine ninety nine seventy seven is the number you can follow us by going to our website at worldwidesportsradio.com dot com Follow us on our, what do you want, blow the mic out? I mean, like, seriously. You said blow the mic. Well, I, below the mic, not oh. blow the mic. Sorry. You idiot. Sorry. You are a moron. You can follow us on all our social medias from Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, no, Snapchat, YouTube, Radio.com, and throughout the country. 16, oh. I don't know why he says that. (laughs) It's the most ridiculous thing. Yes, everybody can go and check on Radio.com. We're one of 16 podcasts. 16? Yes, that are on sports podcasts on Radio.com. And he likes to mention it every single time. 16? Thank you, Tyler. You're making this show very, very fun. I'm always fun. You're very boring. That's a lie. Listen, you can say what you want about me being right and wrong, but me not being fun is a lie. You want me to be like Anthony Carragher and put people to sleep? I don't know. Anthony Carragher is not here to really defend himself, so I can't really attack him right now. You told me to. (laughs) Well, no, no, hold on one second. I didn't tell you to do anything. You decided to do it. Anyways, are we ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready to suck it? Anyway. All right, so are we ready to do what we are supposed to be doing right now? Uh, No. But okay. anyway, so we all know how this show normally starts. Uh, Speedy P normally is here to do this with me. So We got a lot of hot topics on today. We, we have a lot of hot topics, no, sports topics, no, no, that we're going to no. talk about today. There's going to be a lot of Dude, arguing, so please call the show at one eight seven seven nine zero nine ninety nine seventy seven. I'm sure. Unless you're the beef. I really, oh, you know what, beef? I would love you to call because I called the Cowboys season weeks ago. Weeks. 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 <laughs> you were going to beat Philly. Mm. Ah. Oh, you were wrong again. Mm. That's right. Philly won. Yeah. Dominated, actually. So, yeah. I don't what, know what 17. I, I don't know how 17 9 is dominated. They dominated the whole game. 17 9. At no is point not in time did Dallas ever look like they were going to 17 9 is not dominating. 
17-9 is not dominant. The score wasn't dominant. The Eagles dominated all day if long. If it was 17-9, it wasn't a dominating game. That's all I'm going to say. Domination is 35-7. to That's domination. 41-5. to That's dominating. Five? 17-9 is not dominating. Did they beat they, them? Yes, they, they beat them. They beat them good. Uh, 17-9 is not beating them good. That's they, beating them. Errol, they had no life in that team They whatsoever. beat them by one touchdown. That's not beating them. Errol? They beat them. Okay. Whatever. And they looked Are you ready? Easy. Are you ready? Are you ready to do your news? That, that's around the world in sports. He's not used to this, people. You've got to give him a little bit no. of a leeway here. He's, 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 he's kind of new at this. We need to give him some time. It's okay. Come on, Tyler. Let's go. Here we All go. All right. So, around the world in sports, brought to you by Ray's Cafe. Um, right now, the Detroit Pistons are up on the Washington Wizards 68-48. And honestly, Washington, just trade Bradley Beal now. Just trade him, because you can suck without him and get something valuable with him. And oh, by the way, battle for New York in Brooklyn, the Barclays Center. The New York Knicks are up 26-18 over the Brooklyn Nets. We'll see how long that lasts. Can't imagine it being too long. Uh, Oklahoma City is up 5-0 over the Grizzlies. In about, I don't know, any second now, we will get the tip off of Dallas and San Antonio. Then later today, you got Minnesota taking on the Kings. And the Trailblazers taking on the Jazz. That's probably going to be the best game of the night, honestly. And, of course, there was some college football. The bowl games. Yes. The Independence Bowl. Saw Louisiana Tech beat the Miami Hurricanes 14 to nothing. I'll say that again because it shocked me, too. Louisiana Tech beat the Miami Hurricanes in a bowl game 14 to nothing. That or that whole that whole football program needs to be completely torn down and built from the bottom. That is the low of the low for that team. And right now, Eastern Michigan and Pittsburgh are in a bowl game. That game just tipped off on ESPN. That game is literally tied at zero. And um, yeah, that's it. The Quick Lane Bowl is the name of this bowl for those of you wondering. And um, that is Around the World in Sports. And once again, brought to you by Ray's Cafe, 150 Motor Parkway. Hop Hog, New York. Do you know the zip code? Because I have no idea what it is. I don't think you need to give them a zip code. I, I, I don't think, think can, so either. I think they can look right. up the zip code. They right. don't need the zip code no, to go on a map quest and right. find where they need to go. Right. That's what I always say. But I, I feel bad that no one knows the zip code. Why do you feel bad? I, I don't understand. Because people are dumb and you need well, to Well, there's, them- there's a lot of stupid people out there. That's for sure. Right. And most of them are employed here. <laughs> I don't get it. You, you really are a piece of garbage sometimes. You really are. Why? Because you even a shot you, you. No, it's not taking a shot at me. You're taking a shot at your peers. I mean, like. Peers? Yeah, your peers. You're a team. Oh, this, yeah? Yes, we are a team. Okay. I'll, all right. Fine. We're a team. We Whoever are. did a show today, I will stop picking on. Well. That's a whole nother story. Except the morning boys. I actually enjoy the morning boys. Okay. So why don't we get into our hot topics of the day? Hot topics? Yes. And, and you want to know something? Before we get into the topics and, and, and really start attacking each other. Fire. What? I'm sorry? No, I made a noise with my mouth. It was supposed to be like a fire-breathing dragon thing. I screwed it up. It sounded weird. So I figured I'd just tell people it was supposed to be fire. Thank you. Anyways, we're going to get into our topics, but I just want to say one thing about Long Island. Could I speak for a second? Or are you going to just cut in every mm. single time I speak? Mm, is, that what we're, is that what we're going to do? What? Are we going to do that the well, whole show? Well, I figured for my first well, I let you. I... I let you speak your news, so let me speak. Thank you very much. <laughs> Anyways, uh, over, the, over the weekend, uh, and really over the week and the holiday... I just want to give a shout-out to all the people that have uh, donated Toys for Tots around the country, people that uh, have put a ton of time into raising uh, and, and bringing toys to children that are in need for toys, from uh, the hospitals to the churches to uh, the shelters. I want to give a shout-out to all the different athletes, all the different people, organizations that have raised Gifts and and money for these kids to receive presents, which is a great, great cause. So I want to thank all the the people, including Gary Brown and his foundation, 
on uh, donating time and, and putting uh, putting up with all the crap that you you know you go through the you know the holiday time with some of the people and, and, and really all that other stuff. So I want to thank all the organizations that have worked with us and and really are helping out and helping these kids uh, receive presents for the holiday. Um, as far as the drivers on the road in Long Island, huh. um, what more can I say about the drivers here on Long Island? They're not drivers. They're morons. They're just as bad as you. I mean, I mean, you're the king of all the morons, so maybe no, you can, I can lead drive. them. Well, I didn't I say that you can't. Lights. Well, just because you don't blow le- red lights doesn't mean that you blow. That doesn't mean I'm a moron. Well, you didn't get that, so that went over. No, no, I did. I'm just saying that doesn't make me a moron. Anyways, why don't we just get into our hot topics of the day. And the first topic we're going to argue about today is how the rules changed in the NFL hurt or helped the league grow. So I'm going to let you go first, and we're going to start banter on this, this hot topic because I've got a lot to say about this topic. So why don't you go first? Do you want me to go first? All right, I mean, so I'll go first. So maybe it'll shut you up and, and I can impossible. speak. I look at the league right now, the NFL as a whole, and I look at the changes from the 80s and the 90s and, and really the transition of the game as a whole. And I, I'm going to put the first caller on, but you've got to hold on for one second before we put you through onto the show. The problem right now in the league is strictly the change of rules every single other year. And the NFL, it was a defensive league from the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s. And really, between the late 90s and early 2000s, it transitioned into an offensive league. Now, I understand that the NFL is trying to bring more offense into the game. Uh, More touchdowns are sexier than a defense stopping uh, shutting down a top running back or shutting down a top receiver. Over the years, we saw Deion Sanders and Darrell Revis and guys of that magnitude and the, the, the Lots and uh, the Ronnie Lots and all, all, the, all the great secondary players we've seen over the years, the Ed Reeds, the Palomalo. Water. Yes. The transition of the game as a whole has affected the league. Now, I know the CTE situation and with the, with the movie coming out, the concussion movie, it has really hurt the NFL. It's really put the NFL right square in front of all the sports, of injuries and stuff like that. Because over the years, you, you see the Tommy John surgeries from the baseball, and still to this day right now, baseball's trying to figure out why and, and how this has been caused more these days than in the 60s and the 50s when these guys were pitching more pitches and more innings. Obviously, they throw the ball harder. But the transition of sports in every one of these leagues has affected the league and has affected the fans. And I look at the NFL right now, the Roger Goodells of the world. Hmm. Well, we're the holiday. And the growth of this league, yes, it's at its highest point. They're making tons and tons of money off of endorsements. And everything Roger Goodell has touched so far in the NFL, as far as money is concerned, has grown astronomically. The problem right now in the NFL is the game has changed. It's, to me, it's become more of a flag football game than a full-contact sport. Now, I understand, like I said, with the concussions and the problems and and, and they're changing the helmets now, and they're changing the pads and everything. They're trying to protect their players. That's great. Why wasn't this done years and years ago when the league was so really rough? Oh, That's the problem right now with the league. And I don't want to hear – everybody's going to blame Roger Goodell. It's all Roger Goodell's fault. This isn't just Roger Goodell. This is the guys that ran, the commissioners that ran it before him. The organization as a whole is growing. Money-wise, it's growing. But if you look at the NFL and the Super Bowl in the last two or three years, it's gone down. It's not the biggest watched. Well, obviously, it's the biggest watched thing in, in all, of, you know, all of TV every single year because there's billions and millions. It's a, it's a holiday, really. It, just, it forces everybody to watch, but... More and more people are watching it least and less every single year because of these rule changes. 
And this is going to affect the game and the, its growth as it starts to change with the new CBA rules, the new negotiations, the ownership. Roger Goodell just got his big, huge contract. I think it was an eight-year deal worth about almost $45 million a year. He's got a lifetime of benefits, which they don't give the players, but he took them. Right. Is the league better, Tyler? Uh, I agree with you 100%. I think the league is in a, not a bad state because, as you said, everything's going up and up and up. But I think what you're going to see with the NFL is when it gets it to its peak, whether it's this year, next year, two, three, no one knows when the peak will be, you're going to see a massive drop. And the other part about this is, and I've said this uh, quite a few times on and off, the biggest thing that's going to happen in the NFL is this lockout. That's Don't kid yourself. When the CBA's up, there's going to be a lockout. A huge lockout. The I think pl- it's going to the, be. They are, they're on two yeah. spectrums right now. Mm-hmm. The owners and then the players. They are, n- they are years apart. Um, and that's going to hurt. Don't believe me? Ask hockey. Hockey was probably second or third, and then the first lockout happened. And then when people got interested, it they happened were, again. They were fourth. They were always fourth. You think so? Yes. Hockey was never second or third. You don't think so? No. It was. It was it baseball. It was definitely It was baseball, football, basketball. It was. It was baseball, football, basketball in the nineties. Right. But and the then it transitioned into after football. After Jordan retired, basketball went. Whew. I don't know about that. I mean, with all the. All the different players that came in, the Kobe Bryant's of the world, the Shaquille O'Neal's, the Tim Duncan's. I think there was a lot of stars, a lot of, a lot of highly profiled stars that no come from the NBA. No one global, though. No one global. Dirk Nowinski was a star. He was global. Mm. LeBron James is a global right, icon. Right, right, right. No, no, no. Now, yes. But well, LeBron, LeBron James didn't really came in the league. LeBron James 04, came in right. the league in 04, 05. Right. But the first lockout was around 04, 05. Yeah, but that's. I'm saying he's a global icon. That's yes. what he is. Right. No, I agree with that. I'm not disagreeing with you that. You want to put I on a first thought... call? Oh, shoot. I forgot that he was there. Welcome to the home stretch. How may we help you? Boy, this really is a really special hey. day. Hey. Robbie, Robbie Anderson Radio on the holidays? <laughs> this is crazy. Happy holidays, <laughs> Jeff. Yes, yes. You're happy an idiot, holidays. Jeff. You are an idiot. Yes. I'm looking forward to a happy 2020. Do you know why? Why is that? I think the network should have less beads. Yes. <laughs> I'm in the works on that. I put in no paperwork, beef. I filed petitions, it started. No beef 2020, and I'm trying to get that on the election ballot. Oh, yeah? Mm. I, don't think no Trump will, I don't think Trump will accept that. <laughs> no beef 20. Oh, make, no, dude, make no mistake. What, what do you think Trump's nickname for the beef would be? Uh, idiot. <laughs> Moron? No, no, the, we can't. The nickname he would actually give him, we can't say on air. But... It's in the facility of what we've said. No beef 2020. Well, let me ask you this question. We're talking about has the rules changes in has the rules changes in the NFL hurt or helped the league grow? What do you think? Uh, I, it, it's 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 helped. It's helped. You I, think it's helped? Old school, dude. Old school people do not like it because they're old school people. But it certainly helped, right? Like. And the rules changes were necessary. Like, you, let's let's if you're if you want to be honest, you want to face back. The facts of the matter are, the league had these test results on CTE and all of these kind of things years and years and years ago, and they lost a multi-billion-dollar lawsuit because they were hiding the results from the players. The, the, all the new rules changes would have happened years ago. If it weren't for the NFL hiding these test results. So just because these rule changes are happening now, this, this had been a long time coming. This was a long time coming in the works. So you think it's okay that none of the players can hit the quarterback, could even touch the quarterback? You, th- you're, you think that these rules, these transition of rules that are protecting the quarterbacks... First of all, let's 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 be honest here. Mm-hmm. You can touch the quarterback because sex is still a stat. Mm. Right? So you can touch the quarterback, right? You can't hit him. You, but listen, the thing about the the rules for the quarterback, I think they're deserved. There, it's a defenseless player He's that's not standing defensive. there that's that's not looking 
at the people rushing at him. That's what you pay. That's the game. That's the game. That's how the game has always worked. Now all of a sudden you're going to change it to protect the quarterback. I've got this, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. These rules were a long time coming. They had the results. These rules should have been implemented in the '80s. Would you still be complaining if they had been implemented in the '80s? No, I think people definitely would have complained. They probably would have outright just not watched. But here's my question to you. I'm sure you watched the Patriots game, correct? Uh, actually, I missed it. I was on the plane. Oh, all right. Well, that's, that's a good excuse. There was a play where Tom Brady led a lead block in the middle of open field and damn near knocked out the uh, pursuing. Yes. Now, my question to you is, it's harmless. It's great. I loved it personally. But at the same point in time, if Tom Brady would have got hurt on that play, let's just – I'm not saying you. I'm not – his own fault. He dove at the defender. You're trying to – what you're trying to do is ridiculous because you're convoluting a defenseless player. With but he's not defenseless. He's not defenseless is my whole point. If he was truly defenseless, he wouldn't go after and make the lead block. And he's not the only one that does it. Big Ben does it time to time. Do quarterbacks always not, do it? No, they don't. Tom Brady probably does it actually more than everyone else. But they're not defenseless in those positions, right? Like you're convoluting. You I'm not convoluting, Jeff. You don't understand you that the quarterback is not defenseless when he starts to play. He knows where right, the play is. Know. He knows what the throws is. Like he doesn't. He's not defenseless. If anything, he knows more than everyone else what's going on. Points where players are defenseless. There are just points where players are defenseless. Like a receiver. There's a, there's a defenseless rule for a receiver when he's making a catch. Jeff, here's the problem. And, and, and this is what bothers me a lot about a lot of people that try to transition, you know, different, you know, different rules from different sports and then try to put them together in, in arguing about something with me when I look at football. Football is a full contact sport. Everybody should be hit. Every we've seen referees get hit on the field. Yeah, we see them get hit every single week. At least one of them get hurt every single week. Getting getting in, involved or being in the middle of a play, they're getting hit or something like that. We've seen it. Why is it that the quarterback is the prima donna on the field? And why is it? I'm not even going to say Tom Brady. And I, I'm going to take Tom Brady out of the equation. Guys like Jimmy Garoppolo. He doesn't complain. Oh, no, I'm not talking about complaining. He's a prima donna. How? Every time he gets hit, there's a play. There's a call. Every time this kid gets hit. Right, but that's that's the league. That Jimmy Garoppolo is not looking at the referees going, hello. Well, how do you know? Are you on the field? Are you watching him say something? No, but generally you can see a quarterback kind of throw their hands up or sit or move or something. There's generally body language of a quarterback trying to get the referee's attention. Here's the problem. If you're just like you said. If you're, if, if you're the guy that is calling the play at the line of scrimmage and you're hiking the ball, you put yourself in harm's way as it is. And you're a quarterback. You're making all that money. You're making the most money on the field. So what the NFL is trying to say is because they're the highest profile player on the field, we're going to protect them. And if you put one pinky on him where we think you're trying to, trying to injure him, when, how do you know when you're coming at full speed at 350 pounds – coming at full speed, running right. through a lineman, how to hit him or where to hit him, and what is not going to be called against him when he hits him. That's the problem. I mean, there's, only, there's only two zones that you can't hit, right? And they're, they're fairly easy to avoid. There's just two zones. You can't hit him below the knees. You can't hit him in the head. You can, dude, if he's standing there, below you the can knees. run right through him from behind. He doesn't even need to see you coming. You can smash the hell out of him from behind. You guys are making it seem like you can't hit them. You can't even go near them, blah, blah, blah. No, dude, you can hit them as hard as you want. There's I disagree with you. Miles Garrett literally got flagged because he wrapped up Mason Rudolph and let Mason Rudolph fall on top of him. Right. So don't tell me that all quarterbacks get this, oh, you can hit them. That's not true. Officiating. There's bad officiating on plays. There's bad officiating on a lot of plays through the league. You can't. Zone for receivers as soon as they catch the ball. Why isn't that your target of your ire? 
Well, let, let, let's talk about that for a second, because you of all people probably know it better than everyone else. Why'd Rob Gronkowski retire? He was probably the most illegally hit player in NFL history. Right, but because he was such a freak and so hard to take down, the referees let things go. He was fouled on every goddamn play. But, you know, it is, dude, it is what it is. But here again, Rob Gronkowski got a lot of injuries on a lot of legal hits. Guys were going as hard as they could on him, low. And there yes. were a lot of his injuries, ankles and knees. knees but those hip. hits are legal. I understand that. So why is it illegal to take a quarterback out below the knees? Dude, because you, you, you could. Let me tell you, you something. That. Lamar Jackson, you hit Lamar Jackson one time in the knee, he's done. That would be it. His career would be over. Right. They're trying to prevent injuries with these rules. So it's nothing below the knee and below or in the head. Then the quarterback sneak should be illegal. They're losing fans. No, no, Jeff, they're, they're losing fans. They're losing fans, Jeff. You show me one flag on a quarterback sneak. Show me one. I, there is no flag. But what I'm telling you, first of all, there's holding every snap if you really want to go there. But anyway... Look at Patrick Mahomes this season. Patrick Mahomes, on a quarterback sneak, damn near blew out his knee, and he wasn't even touched. So why is it that Patrick Mahomes couldn't get, like, why is it voodoo? If that could happen without him being hit, it's going to happen with him being hit. Now listen, I understand that whether we like it or not, the quarterback is going to get a little bit more mm than any other player on the field. But cornerbacks are just as defenseless sometimes as wide receivers. I never see a cornerback get smacked. Why is that? I never see a flag thrown for, you know, a wide receiver damn near trying to decapitate a defensive back when he goes up for a pick. Uh, It goes both ways. Just because one side's on defense, defense becomes offense very quickly. Especially you got a bad team. I don't know. And if you got a guy like Jared Goff or Baker Mayfield who likes to sling the ball around, what's Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. supposed to do if somebody picks off the ball and goes the other way? It, you, you can't have – not everyone has a Stephon Gilmore or a Darius Slay where they can just take out half the field. You don't have a Darrell Revis every generation. You don't have a Deion Sanders come around every year where whatever side of the field he's on or wherever he's leaning towards, the quarterback already knows, okay, I can't go that way. And, Jeff, how does this help? How does this help it grow? How does it help the league grow? Because the quarterbacks get to star players on the field. Oh, so hold on one second. So wait a second. The biggest star in football right now. You you asked me a a question. How about an answer? Okay. I'll give you one one of the easiest answers. Okay, what is it? Would you rather, would you pay money for a ticket to see Ben Roethlisberger, or would you pay money for a ticket to see Duck Hodges? But they're both quarterbacks, so that doesn't make any sense. Right, but one is out injured and the other one is playing. You're trying to protect the star players from these injuries so you can keep your star players on the field. What about the star defensive players that get hurt? wasn't even hit when he got hurt. What about the offensive linemen that get hurt? Dude, it doesn't matter. That's the, that's the perfect example, right? Because it doesn't matter whether he went out with the injury. This is, Tyler, this is why you are so absolutely stupid and blind to things, right? It doesn't matter whether he specifically was out with the injury. You don't want the star players getting injured. So then don't let them throw the football the by your logic. Players. How's that stupid and idiotic? It's idiotic that you just said, you want to see Big Ben or his backup? Well, you said that the rules should not let the quarterback be hit. And we've mentioned two non-contact injuries to quarterbacks. They're going to get hurt regardless. Oh, and last year, Jimmy Garoppolo tore his ACL running. Uh, That's happened. Right. Right. They can get hurt, but you're trying to minimize the chances. That's what it's about. How, How do you not understand that? Because Deshaun Watson has been the most hit quarterback in three years, and he's played two full seasons in a row. His offensive line is literally okay. the worst in football. Well, Could that's be. not true. Sam Darnold, that's the worst well, offensive line in football. One of the worst. <laughs> Sam Darnold, too. He damn near gets stacked every time he sneezes. It, it's ridiculous. He's the but second or third. Still plays. Yeah, he's the second or third highest wait, wait. sacked quarterback in the NFL. Wait, wait, you're, you're trying to minimize 
the risk to the star players. If they listen, if they quarterback driven league, I think we can all agree it's a quarterback driven league, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, to, to the average Joe, yeah. They're trying to protect that asset. They're trying to protect the rating. But, but again, again, Jeff, when you look at it, you say, "Well, he's the mo- the quarterback is the superstar of that team." That's not true. No, it's there not. are a lot of teams so right the quarterback now. Quarterback is what drives the. Like the, not true. That's not true. That's not true at all. That's not true. Come on. Look at the Giants and Jets. Look at the Cowboys. Look at the Cowboys. Okay, you're, you look at the Vikings. That you just named three teams that aren't making the playoffs. And by the way, the Kirk Vikings Cousins, are making the playoffs. Kirk Cousins does a whole lot more than you think he's going to do. Uh, Dalvin Cook is the offense, my friend. How about Buffalo? Buddy, well, how about Buffalo? First of all, all timeout, Tyler. Let's dive, dive deep into your Dalvin <laughs> Cook example. How good were the How good were the Vikings doing all season with Dalvin Cook? Uh really well. Really? Yeah, they. Do you want to, do you want to know what the turning point? A game away from winning the, the division until last week. Okay, do you want to know what the turning point was for the season for the Vikings? Because they had Dalvin Cook all season. Right. You know what the turning when, point was? Yeah, when Adam Thielen called out his quarterback for sucking. Yeah, that's. <sighs> Right. right, and then they start. No, no, no. Then they started throwing the ball more. That's what turned around the Vikings. No, Kirk Cousins, Cousins became did. more efficient. What are you? What are you talking about? Kirk what Cousins throws well, the ball we, just as much we, as we, Jeff. Hold on, hold on. Let's go. Let's go to break. We have to go to a quick break. When we come back, we'll get more into this, and we have a lot of topics to get into today. Jeff, stay on. You going to stay on? Sure. All right, Jeff will stay on. When we come back, we'll get more in to the topics, and 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 really. The next topic we're going to get into is even more interesting. The top 10 athletes in the last decade and why. When we come back here on the home stretch, 1-877-909-9977. This is the home stretch, and we'll be back after this. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. And now the baseball team. Little League. Fantasy League. We are back, back, back with the home stretch on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Hello, welcome back to the home stretch. I'm your host, Todd Harrison, along with special guest, Errol Marks. And uh, Jeff, yes. you're still on the phone? I'm in the studio. Yes. Woo. Hey, Robbie Anderson. Oh, by the way, Jeff, I just want to read you a couple of things, okay, buddy? So these are the attempts from Kirk Cousins every week. Uh, 10, which was week one, where they didn't need him to do damn near anything. 32, 21, 36, 27, 29, 34, 26, 38, 32, 35, 38, 30, 25, 31. So I ask you, where's the discrepancy, really? He didn't get called out week one. He got called out week five or six. Right, exactly. And what was their record? They were like two and two when he got called out. And actually, a lot of the onus was on the offensive coordinator for the play calling. Once the play calling changed and Kirk Cousins became more efficient, because go look at his um, QBR rating and his, and his um, completion percentage. Pass percentage, his pass percentage, right? Yep. Attempts doesn't matter. It's the efficiency to which he throws the That's football. That's why I just told you, improved. Kirk Cousins drove that team because they were a 2-2 two and two team. They were a 2-2 two and two team when they were... Well, I actually agree with him. I think Kirk Cousins was a, a big reason why they are where they are today than they were in Week 5. I think Kirk Cousins is a big part. Now, their defense is elite. I think their def- even though they're ranked 14th or 15th in the league, in the last couple of weeks, their Minnesota's defense has been as good as anybody's in the league. Uh, besides the, the game they just had with Green Bay, they didn't play very, very well defensively at certain aspects of the game, especially in the fourth quarter. But... I will tell you this, Jeff, that these rule changes have not helped the NFL for the better. It hasn't. Do you guys, do you guys, do you guys understand, what, understand business at all? I understand like, business at all. I, I understand okay, business, but, yes. Okay, then, then you would understand protecting assets, right? Don't look at them as quarterbacks. They're assets. They're your most valuable assets. That's not true. What, do you, oh, my God. It's clearly true. That's why quarterbacks For most teams, but there are certain teams that that's not true. Tyler, give me the top ten highest paid players in football. Highest paid does not mean you're most valuable. It means that that's what the team needed to get you. No, no, no. That's exactly what that correlates to. You value that player. Garrett Cole is not the most valuable pitcher in baseball. No, no, no. You value that player over everybody else. That's what that money speaks to on teams. Dak Prescott is going to be a top ten high paid player after this season, and I'm going to tell you this right now, he's not. Because that position is the most important on the field. 
to most teams, yes. The Chicago Bears, guess who the most valuable players? Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald for the Rams, most valuable. Vikings, Dalvin uh, Cook, Giants, Saquon Barkley. Where are those teams playing in two weeks? Some of them playoffs, some of them not. Really, Chicago the and the Rams the went backwards. The Bears go to the playoffs. So, I mean, any of those teams go to the playoffs? The Rams, the Bears, the Cowboys. The Rams just went to the Super Bowl, and Aaron Donald should have won an M- arguably could have won an MVP last year. Right? Any of those teams making the playoffs this year? Last year, when he had twenty and a half sacks, which was a record for his position, this year they they went to the Super Bowl. No, they're not this year, but he's still the most valuable player last year and this year. Jeff, and I, right. I want your honest opinion. I want your honest opinion. Right now, if Jimmy Garoppolo was not the starting quarterback for the 49ers, are they where they are today? I don't think so. No. I don't, you couldn't take – listen, they, they might be close. They wouldn't be where they are. You couldn't take a Gardner Minshew. You couldn't take a Jacoby Brissett. You couldn't take some of these other quarterbacks and put them on that. But team you you would say they're they're you would say they're almost where they are. I mean, seriously, <laughs> they they probably yeah. win ten games right now. They're in a playoff spot right now, even without Jimmy Garoppolo with yeah, that but, defense. Right, but, with right, that defense, you can, right, But here's the thing: you can take the elite quarterbacks and say, okay, they'd be better or the same place or whatever. But you couldn't take any starting quarterback in the league and put them on that team and go, they'd be right where they are. You couldn't take Jacoby for a second. You couldn't take Mitch Trubisky and put them on that team. You put Ryan Fitzpatrick there. Do you think they have a, almost as good a record as they have right now? You know, I, I, would say so. I, I don't know about that. I don't know. Ryan Fitzpatrick does really well, but Ryan Fitzpatrick does really well in garbage time. He's a garbage time quarterback. Andy but, Dalton would have the Niners where they are now. Well, my argument is not arguing what quarterback would fit in that spot if Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't there. Oh, by the what way, I'm saying, my argument here is he is not the most valuable player on, on the 49ers. He's no, not. He's not. He's not the most valuable player on that 49ers team. They don't have a most valuable I think they Nick do. Nick Bosa I, is. I think it's Nick Bosa. I oh, think come on. Bosa and Richard Sherman has been a big part of their defense yeah. ever since he's gotten there. So I think <laughs> not, for nothing, not for nothing, how about the job Jimmy Garoppolo did at quarterback when George Kittle was out? Lost his best player, still kept winning. Right. The no one's knocking Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm just saying he's not the, saying Nick he Bosa took that to average him. defense to a top ten defense in football. No, buddy, there's so many other pieces to that defense. Absolutely. Rich Sherman. I, I think it's Richard Sherman. And Nick Bosa. Yes, I, I like their defensive line. They have some good pass rushers. They also, had a, they also had a top three pick that's still on that defense. I bet you couldn't even name the other top three picks that's on that defense. Solomon Thomas. Oh, look. Who He's barely got a plays? Bit of knowledge. Solomon Thomas. Yeah, but they, they, dude, they've been drafting defense for years. It's not just one guy. But Solomon Thomas was a bust. That's why they took Nick Bosa. They Come on. Different positions. The force Buckner went from outside to inside to make Bosa fit. And guess what? Buckner still ain't playing. Uh, I'm sorry. Thomas still ain't playing. Armstead's now playing. Buckner's have a good year. DeForest Buckner's insane. He's, had a, he's having a good year. DeForest ever since Buckner Nick, should be a pro bowler a, a, over and over again. Ever, ever since Nick Bosa has come, come in and, and has been drafted by the 49ers, that defense has completely transitioned. But also Richard Sherman, what he has right. done with that secondary and leading that secondary has been absolutely amazing. Lee, it's not just the secondary. I think he's leading the defense. It's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. But to me, Dude, he's it's been, not – He's been terrific. There's yeah. no doubt he's been terrific. Absolutely. I mean – I mean, it's just ridiculous to be like, oh, they're, they're the play-. Like, dude, you don't win football games without scoring points. How do you score points? Well, you have a good quarterback. You don't, right, but you don't also don't win football games by trying to outshoot everybody else in a gunshot. That's I not, mean, that's not that's how it that's works. That's what Kansas City's been doing. No, that defense has actually played very well. The honey badge oh my has been God, insane. Come on, do not give me that defense. Just because they've had like two or three good good weeks lately, dude. That defense that's, was a that's when you're shaping for the season. playoffs. They were, they were, Are you they were crazy? In the, they were last in the league all season. They were okay. Last in the here, I'll, here, here's a perfect example to shut you up. So the Steelers, right? We have been bashing Mike Guido for weeks about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, and I listen. I get it. The Steelers are not a good foot. They're an above-average football team. Mike Tomlin has done the best coaching job of his career. But why did the Steelers go from barely a lottery team 
to almost a playoff team because they added Mika Fitzpatrick. That was the steal of the decade. Mika Fitzpatrick, you could argue, is the best defensive player in football since he got there. That guy has transformed not only that defense, that entire team. And don't give me Big Ben because he didn't play a single snap with Big Ben. And James Conner's been in and out all year long. Don't give me offense, okay? T.J. Watt and Mika Fitzpatrick are the only reasons that team's even afloat right now. So don't give me defense. Right. Doesn't it, matter. And it's the same reason no one thinks the Pittsburgh Steelers have any kind of chance when they're losing, like, what did they lose, uh, like 17-13 or something to the Bills? I think it was 17-10. They couldn't move the ball or score any, Like, it was the, one of the most low-scoring games all season. And, but the okay, Bills are the, the same defense, way. They got the no defense, offense either. Defense. Defense and a running back has emerged as a starting running back in the league. Did you miss what I said, Tyler? It's the same reason that Pittsburgh isn't even considered to be remotely a contender because they have no offense to score points. But the Bills are the first wild card in the AFC because of the defense. Josh Allen and a Devin Singletary, who have only really been solid now for two or three weeks, that is not why they're in there. The defense led by Tremaine Edmonds, Tredavious White, Micah Hyde, that's why they're there. That has nothing so to do with Josh Allen. Super Bowl favorite? They're not a Super Bowl favorite, but the best quarterback <laughs> in the playoffs is Tom Brady, and the Patriots are doomed, or I'm sorry, not doomed, but they've been picked to be doomed in the playoffs now by everyone that hates the Patriots for three or four weeks. So don't give me but, but, quarterbacks matter, because the best quarterback everyone's knocking out in the first round. So don't give me right, quarterback. But, right, but you want to know what's funny about you saying that, though, Tyler? Didn't everyone say that last year? Oh, there's no way the Patriots beat the Chargers. Oh, there's no chance. Uh, yes, the and then oh, they said they're doomed oh, going no, to Kansas City. Oh, there's, right. oh, there's no, oh, there's no way the Patriots beat Kansas City, especially in Kansas City. Because of the quarterback uh, player, Patrick Mahomes. Then there was zero, and then there was zero chance the Patriots could keep up with the highest scoring offense in football that averaged 33 points a game last year in the Los Angeles Rams, and how did that work out? Right, so and why care. did the Patriots just care. go on that Super Bowl run, Jeff? The defense. Buddy. The defense. All right, let's get off. Let's get off the topic. Uh, and Je- Jeff, you want to stay on this segment? You're more than welcome to. Top ten athletes in the last decade, and why? You ready? You ready, Tyler? Um, yeah. This is you why can... you generally prep people before. Well, you don't prep. I'll, I'll this is this out. is off the head. I'll this is off the out. head. I don't oh, want you. I, I didn't. I didn't prep either. This was all all brought brought to my attention. Now, let me ask you a question before we start. Yeah, yes. When you mean athletes, mm-hmm. okay? In any sport. Th- yes, I figured that part. Are we talking about the athleticism of a team, or the player rather? Or are you talking about the accomplishments made by that player from 2010 to 2020? Accomplishments. Accomplishments. In the last 10 years. Yes. So guys like Michael Phelps, I'm not looking at, at you know, oh, well, he's a Well, star. in the he's last six, 10 six. years, how many Olympics has Michael Phelps been in? Two. Two. One. Sorry. Yeah, it's two. So, how many gold medals has he won? A shit. All of them. A, a lot of everything. Them. A swimmer. About can nine. Win about all nine of them. them. About nine of them. So, yes, he would be involved in this conversation. Okay. You ready? Sure. Tyler, you're first. Here we go. So, I'm going ten to one. Ten to one. Okay. Let's see here. They're not going to be in order, so everyone bear with me for a second because I got to get the ten names out. I mean, I, I hate to admit it, but LeBron's on the list. Uh, Floyd Mayweather's on the list. Ronaldo's on the list. Messi's on the list. How would you rate them from 10 to 1? Tom Brady's on the list, so that's 5 already. Mike Trout's on the list, that's 6. God, Saquon's too low. Sidney Crosby's on that list. So go ahead, rate them. You know where they, you, you got pretty much all your players. Now rate them. I have to put LeBron 10th. No, that's not fair. Michael Phelps. So I'm going to put. It's crazy to put Tiger Woods at 10, even though he hasn't won anything in 10 years. No, I wouldn't put him there. Not in the last 10 years. You go first. I need to. I need to. I need to. 
Jeff, you want to go? You want to go first? All right. I would have Tiger Woods 10th. Okay. Right? Okay. He's 10th, right? Just because. What uh, he's changed the sport so much. He's too important to the sport. He is the entire sport. The ratings go with him. I know he's had some some on the golf course issues and things like that. But even his off the golf course thing drives the story in golf. Tiger's 10th for me. Right? I have LeBron 9. LeBron James, I get it. Like you might think that's too low. I, I would have LeBron nine. I would have Steph Curry eight. Ooh. He's broken too many records. He's won too many titles with the Warriors. I would have him eight. The three-point shooting, he's changed completely, changed the game. I'd have Floyd seven. I don't like Floyd Mayweather, uh, and and I knock him points because he's done for way too long. But he's still dominant. He's still Floyd. So I would have Floyd eight or seven. Hold on, where was I? Seven. Seven. I would have let's see, six for me. Wow, that that would be that would be tough, but I would say I would have Tom Brady six. He's Tom Brady. He's the goat. And then so like it just gets really weird because they're just obscure kind of things. I would have I would have. Ronaldo five, Messi four, Michael Phelps three, Serena Williams two, and Simone Biles is number one. She's only been one Olympics, right? What happened? Biles, you... she was only in that one Olympics recently. No, she she was at the last two, and she just won everything in the uh, in the World Championships. She's untouchable, bro. She's won everything. All right, so you, did, did, so did did he answer all of them? Did he go one for uh, ten to one? Um, yeah, I think he did. All right, so you go, Tyler. <sighs> See, he gave me he gave me some. Even if you put them. even if you put ten and it's not in order, just put ten top athletes in the last ten in the last ten years. It's very simple. No, I know uh, that, but I, I also want to try to get this right. But you don't have to put them in order. Uh, so my ten would be. Pretty much the 10 he said, except I don't know if I'm putting Tiger. Steph Curry definitely has to be on that list. Ronaldo and Messi have to be on that list. Um, I'm going to tell you this right now. I think that you got to look at guys that kind of – Khalil Mack has to be on that list too. What he did for – he is the most dominant defensive player we've seen in quite some time. What happened? He's accomplished nothing. The only thing he's accomplished is getting a contract. Congratulations. I mean, he, he accomplishes something every Sunday. I, I don't really know what that means. He's busting his ass. It's not like he's... Of course you wouldn't. I mean, he, he's individually dominating on one side of the ball. And that defense led by him is why Mitch Trubinsky's going to have another year in football. Go ahead. Oh, my God. And for that sake, I'd say Aaron Donald, too. I, I think Aaron Donald, what he did for the NFL and what he did for pass rushing is showing that, hey, yeah, the Rams led the number one team offense last year, but also they had an amazing pass rush, amazing pass rush. Dante Fowler was a bust, and then he went to play with Aaron Donald, and he got paid, too. So I think that when you look at defense, and it's ironic we just did this, you need to really consider that defense is starting slowly to come back into the NFL. And when we do this list in 10 years from now, and we're going into 2030, Nick Bosa will be on that list too, just because he's going to bring back oh, pass rush. He absolutely is. You can say whatever you want. Rob Gronkowski deserves to be on that list. He's the most dominating offensive weapon we've seen since probably Jerry Rice. The man was an absolutely untouchable to bring down. And if you did hit him, didn't really mean anything unless you hit him down illegally. How many, how many is this? How many do you need now? Uh, Six, 15. Seven? No, 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 no. How many players have you named now? Uh, you've got Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald. You've had uh, Mayweather, Ronaldo, and Messi. So you've named six or seven people now, right? Yes. Uh, Steph Curry, Tom Brady, Michael Phelps, LeBron James, and Mike Trout. My, I'm not saying Trout's one, but Mike Trout, it's almost a shame because he's not only not talked about, he's on the second-viewed team in his own damn city. 
and he's the best baseball player alive. And he's arguably the best baseball player we've seen since Ken Griffey Jr. And after this year, you could probably make an argument he's past Ken Griffey Jr. That that mean that's a humongous sentence that I don't think everyone can fully digest right now. But what Mike Trout is doing for baseball is absolutely ridiculous. The man played maybe 120 games this year and ran away with an MVP award. So think about what he could accomplish if he played 162. The man is amazing. The man is the best baseball player I have ever seen live in my own eyes. I know you're going to say A-Rod. I'm telling you, he's past A-Rod. That man is He's a fantastic player, Tyler. We uh, we understand. He's a fantastic player. He, he's the best player we've seen in a very long did time. You, did you make your picks? Yeah, I think I did 10. All right, number 10 to me is, to, and I, I've said this over and over again, we're talking about all sports. Serena Williams would be my number 10. She's dominated the women's sport as well as she's done in oh, the right. last 10 years. She's right. been a dominant force. Roger Federer would be my... No, not agreed. Don't agree. You think Khalil Mack is so amazing. Khalil Mack has dominated tougher competition than Serena Williams has. Get out, dude. Name another Get female. Name another female tennis player. Maria Sharapova, uh, Oksana, the the Osaka chick. Mm-hmm. Are um, any Dark of them good? Yeah, they are. They I've are. never yeah, heard of they any. They really are. You know, Serena Williams in the last two years has not been ranked number one in the world. Couldn't so. tell. I had no idea. Yeah. Yes, Sir- that Osaka girl. Yeah. Serena Williams would be my number 10. My number 9 would be Roger Federer because he's dominated the guy, the men's tennis division. That's another good one. Yeah. Uh, I would say say number 8 would be Phelps, Michael Phelps, because of the dominant he was. I I would put Michael Phelps there. No, there's a lot of great players, so that's why I I put him there. Number 7, I would put Kepka. Kepka's dominated the golf world in the last three years. He's just been unbelievable. He in in pro games and stuff like that. He's been as good as right, anybody. Go on, right on three years, he's really good. But on ten years, he's yeah. But I, I I understand that. But if you look at what he's done in three years, he, he's done better than a lot of people have done in ten. So I mean, Kepka's done very very well for himself in the last three years. So I would say mm-hmm. Kepka at number seven for me. Number six, um. It's a good it, it's a good argument, but I would put Tom Brady. Tom Brady would be my number six. Actually, no, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't put Tom Brady at. I would put Tom Brady at my number five. At number at number six, I would probably put because it's later in his career. I would put Peyton Manning. The way he's transitioned the game and what he has done for the sport of football. Still, even even not being the dominant player he he was in his earlier part of his career. Peyton Manning was a big part. He's he's a big athlete. He's he's still the face of football to this day. No, so I would put Ben. Yes, he is. He's still on every single football commercial. Tell me, tell me how many commercials you've seen. Even how about this in the Super Bowl? How many times are you going to see Peyton Manning in a commercial? Probably about ten. Okay, so I mean he's he's unbelievable in commercials. Like if I had to rate him, I would say he's the Tom Brady of commercials. Well, I, I'm gonna put, I'm still going to put Peyton Manning there because he's been the dominant force. He was. And he really transitioned the game of football the way he has. So I would put Peyton, Peyton Manning at number six, number five, Tom Brady, number four. I, as much as I, I look at what Drew Brees has done, I will put Drew Brees at number four. Oh, Even wow, though I don't buddy. think he's better than Peyton Manning, I put I Drew agree. Brees there because of what he's done in the last ten years. So I put Drew Brees at four. At number three, at job. three, I would put LeBron James. LeBron James has been. The most dominant basketball player in all uh, of all of basketball in the Except last 15 years. Curry. I'm not even putting Steph Curry in my top 10 because no. I don't think he's the top 10 player. I, I'm sorry. I, I just want. I wouldn't. Um, at number two, I would put Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, yes, uh, what he has done in the sport of basketball from the Spurs to Toronto and now with the Clippers, he has transitioned the game from defense to offense. And, and it's really taking it back, you know, taking it back from the 80s and the 70s where basketball was played. I think Kawhi Leonard would be my number two. And at number one is Mike Trout. Mike Trout has been the best basketball uh, baseball player in the last, I would say, the last seven years. There's nobody even close to him in the sport of baseball. No. So 
Mike Trout would be my number one guy because Mike Trout has been. How does either done. one of you have Simone Biles on the list? Uh, who? Simone Biles. How is that even possible? Neither one of you have Simone Biles on either of your lists. Well, again, my argument here is when I look at what I think the top ten players in the last ten years of the decade, where yeah, I think then, that they then, were rated. And then as part of that criteria, yes. I'm, and I'm not mistaken, I heard this. Go back and replay it. Uh-huh. Tyler said, how are we judging that? On accomplishments? And you guys went, yeah. On accomplishments. What is, Mike Tr- what is, what is, Mike, what is more than Simone Biles have to accomplish to knock off a Mike Trout on the list? Just because guys are talented, and he is, he's super talented. No one's saying Mike Trout isn't. Dude, there isn't an award, a medal, a competition, anything that that chick hasn't won. And that's great. She's, she's easily Michael Phelps has had a better career Olympic in the past two Olympics than Biles has. I'm sorry, what? If you're doing that, I'd still put Phelps above her. He, he said he would put Phelps in, in front of uh, Bylas. Yeah, I think she's... Bylas. And she's dominated her sports, so I get it. But Michael Phelps has dominated again. Michael Phelps has dominated the Summer Olympics in the last, I don't know, 20 years. He's <laughs> arguably the greatest Olympian of all time. He is the greatest Olympian of all time. You can't even argue that. It's the most ridiculous argument. Anybody that wants to argue that is an idiot. Michael Phelps is the greatest Olympian in any of the sports we've ever seen. It's not even close. It's not even close. He only, I think he retired. Er, he retired. No, he didn't retire. And then early. unretire. Yes. He, he unretired so, because he wanted to break. Think of how dominant he would have been if he gave himself a full four years of, I'm going to just come back and kill it again. But he did dominate. He won four no, out of five. He won four, I think, three or four gold medals and a silver. I mean, right. I mean, but think if he dominance. had that extra six, eight months of training, he would have won all five. And, and 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 again, it's all what we think. It's not again. It's our opinion. It's not factual here, Jeff. This is where I thought. You know, listening to you guys, where I would rate these guys. And I don't put Steph Curry in my top ten because I don't think he's a top ten player. He's accomplished more than LeBron uh, in the decade. No, he hasn't. Okay. What has he accomplished? The three point shot. Uh, uh, the titles that he won with Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, uh, seventy three and nine. LeBron James should win MVP every year. He should have won MVP every year. He's the best player by far in the last ten years. Well, we'll get into that later, but he's not. Yes, he is. He's not now. Let me not just now. say something. You guys, let me just say something that you guys will completely write off as nonsense here in about ten seconds, because you'll have no defense for it. Right? Twenty sixteen gold medal for the team. Twenty sixteen gold medal for the all around. Twenty sixteen gold medal for the uh, for the vault. 2016 gold medal for floor exercise. 2016 bronze medal balance beam. 2013 gold medal all around world championships. 2013. I'm not arguing. I listen, Jeff. If you wanna, Jeff. If you wanna put her, if you wanna put her on the top of your top ten, that's great. I just, I'm not gonna put her in my top ten. I'm looking at all these players of what they've done for their sport in in the decade. Won 19 gold medals at the world championship. I don't look at gymnastics as a full, uh, high-profile sport. I, I, I don't. I don't. The dynamite. I don't. I don't look at gymnastics as a full, you know, fledged professional sport. So I mean, how many? Well, how we all had Michael Phelps on there, which is swimming. Yes, competitive swimming is different. Very it's hard. completely different. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying gymnastics isn't hard and it's not a great sport. I'm saying that if you were to ask me to put a gymna- gymnast in my top ten in a decade, I'm not going to put a gymnast there because there are a lot of other sports. I mean, how many football players? I put three football players, and they all were quarterbacks. I put one baseball player in in the decade. One, two tennis players. Because they dominated their sports on the women's side and the men's side. I put Kepka there because he's been the most dominant pro golfer in the last three or four years. So I'm going to put him there because nobody even comes close to him. They really don't. Nobody even comes close to him. Who? That's not true. Just because he's had a good three years, when you compare it on the decade, yeah, people people match that. Sorry. People do. Okay, so who? 
What golfer? Justin Justin Rose. D- Jack, and what has he won? What what championships has he won? And I don't want to hear US about these. Open? He won the U.S. Open how many times? Uh, just once. Okay, how many times? What what other championships did he win? Uh, I think he won a. I don't. Maybe he didn't win a British. I'm trying to think who won the. No, British he didn't Open. win the British. He didn't win the British. I know he won the U.S. Open. I mean, you know who's had a better last ten years? Who? Phil Mickelson. What has he won? The Masters, the British. Mm-hmm. A one-on-one uh, uh, with Tiger Woods? Yeah. A I one-on-one mean, with Tiger Woods at the end of his career. <laughs> British. <laughs> Big payoff, though. Okay, here, here's what I could tell you what Kepka has done. He's won back-to-back U.S. Opens, which how many players have done that before? A handful. Maybe three, okay? Three players. He has been the most dominant player in championships in the last four years. The most dominant player. He's been in the top five in almost every single championship except one. All right? So I mean, but he doesn't, but he doesn't win any other events. He hasn't won another event. But he's been a dominant force in the last four years in those Can championships. You say he's been a dominant force without winning any other event? Well, you know, you know more than anybody does that golf is a very hard sport to play. And to even, even end up in the top five in every single championship in the last four years in practically every single championship is pretty damn amazing. That's, that's hard to do. It is, it is amazing, but, I'm not, but it's just, I mean, it's ridiculous to have just the last three years, you know. Well, I, I'm just rating, I'm rating what he was to his sport in four years out of the ten. And that's where I, I look at him. I, I think he's been the most dominant golfer in the last four years. So to me, if I look at the decade, only six more years, I'm taking him because he's been the most dominant guy the last four years. All right, hold in on. How many does Brooks have? I think, um, he's got, I think it's three or four championships. I think three. Okay, he's got four. Four. In four years. That's pretty damn good. <laughs> I no, mean, that's pretty damn good. And just to piggyback off of you, I think that's why Trout's unanimous. Like, it's not even close. Rory McIlroy has just as many. Rory McIlroy is the biggest, biggest. Rory McIlroy has just as many. And, and now you're going to write it off because he's not your guy. No, that's not why. I, you you, you want to take Rory McIlroy? Then take Rory McIlroy. I'm taking Kepka. That's who I'm taking. Well, Roy McIlroy was supposed to be the next guy, right? Like, that's who everyone was like, oh. He's Tiger falling Woods. off ever since he's gotten married. Well, same thing happened that's to Tiger Woods. And he got hit off, over the head okay. with a club. He, uh, he's falling off ever since he's gotten married. And you know that, Jeff. Everybody in golf talks about it. The guy doesn't care about the sport Nobody as much. Nobody in golf talks about it. Really? Because, I, I mean, I, I don't watch as much golf as you do probably because you play professional golf. But I do watch the championships, and I was at the U.S. Open. And every single expert that I talk to says that Rory has not been the same player since he's gotten married because he, he's, he's, a lot of people think he's lost the love of the sport. All right? So I, I don't know, man, what you think but, and what other people think are two different things. Right. So, all right. So you want to talk, oh, because what experts say. Well, uh, would you agree Brandel Chambly is an expert? Yes, he is. Yeah, Brandel Chambly thinks Brooks Kepka stinks. So now if we're going on what experts think, how can he be in your top ten and expert thinks he stinks? Well, because I don't care what other people think. I care what I think. But you, what, well, but you, hold on, but you're saying, oh, but experts say this. and then when the I'm just telling you what the experts say. I think Rory's one of the most I think Rory's one of the most overrated golfers we've ever seen. Hell no. He's won just as many majors, and then when you look at other tournaments, he wins all. Dude, he wins all the time, all over the world. Brooks Koepka doesn't. If you Brooks look, Kepka's if yet if yet you look Kepka's at the ranking, an event that isn't a major. Uh, well, let's let's look at the rankings and where they're both ranked. Where's Kepka ranked, and where is I'll, give, I'll, t- I'll tell you right now. McElroy ranked. Go look that up. Because I will bet yep. you Kepka is ahead of McElroy. He is by one spot. Kepka's one. Uh, R- Rory's two. Okay, there you go. And I'm taking the guy that's number one. You couldn't. You couldn't even name who number three or number four is. I that's what's funny about it. I don't. I don't care. I'm just telling you. I'm taking Kepka. That's not. I mean, you you want to argue that? That's fine. You can argue whatever you think. And my argument is, I'm taking Brooks Kepka because he's been the most dominant golfer in the last four years. So I'm going to take the guy that I think is going to continue on in 2020. Being the dominant force that he is. That's what I think. 
and that's why I picked Kepka. Even though Tiger Woods, you would usually take Tiger Woods in that because Tiger Woods is golf. Yes. But still, I'm taking I'm taking Brooks Kepka because Kepka has been dominant. That's why I'm taking Kepka. That's the only reason why I'm taking Kepka. You want to argue it's McElroy? You want to argue, argue it's Woods to be on the list? That's fine. That's your opinion. My opinion, it's Kepka. And I put him at seven. I put him at seven. And I, I think when you look at the sports and you look at the athletes of our decade, I'm not going to take a defensive player in football because all of them cannot compare to Lawrence Taylor. And I'm sorry, when you, when you look at an all-time great at his position, I'm looking at all-time that greats. Was three decades yeah, ago. That's fine. I, uh, you want to look at? Uh, let's look, look. Look. Let's look at the. Has to do it right. better before better. we. Yes, he's got to do it better. Look where he's to the playoffs. At least to the playoffs. There's a problem there. Donald. Uh, Donald. They're a borderline playoff team right now. The Rams. I think they're higher than that. I think they're. No, they're eight and seven. Are they eight and seven? And the Bears are seven and eight. They're gonna win. No, I don't think so. Jalen Rams. Absolutely. JJ Watt's another one you could put up there. JJ Watt, and I've said this over. Go. He'll go against. He'll he'll have three t- three sacks in one game when he was dominant, and then ten athletes. No, I'm of the talking decade. about he's probably if he's not the best defensive. The no, I understand that. I'm just saying. You know right what I mean? Now. I I and I look at Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey's. A, you I'm know what I mean? I'm not saying Jalen. I'm not saying all the guys I that I put in your list. All the guys. Mike Trout. He's been a dominant player oh, for Mike seven Trout. years. Mike Trout I'm just saying. LeBron James. He's been welcome. Uh, Phelps. Phelps has done it for like twenty years. I mean, all the guys. All of them. I've put them on the, that list. The, uh, the only guy that I took, I've seen, and what I've watched of golf, has been the most dominant golfer. I don't watch golfers. Yeah, the majors. The championship games. The championship, you know, majors. Right. I don't think there's a college player in the list. I mean, Tebow? I mean, if you really want to, if you want to bring Tim Tebow into it, I, I look at professional golf to be a... A harder professional golf is not harder than college football. I'd say the major league pitch. Uh, I, I, golf I, is the hardest sport in all of professional play. And the pool's so big, there's a lot of players that finish. There is no Joe Schmo playing college football. Mm-hmm. They're all. Florida and the SEC mm-hmm. is harder than the PGA's bottom pool. Right. Absolutely as dumb as professional golf is not harder than college football. Professional <laughs> golfers are there. Thousands. Wrong. I have, I, I have absolutely. Are you going to give me the number? I'm no, I, I said, are you going to give me the? I have no idea what the yeah, number. Two hundred fifteen are not the same. I said we couldn't even name two and three on your uh, ranking list. There's no, no way. No, no. And the you fact you don't have, get out of here. First of all, that's not even what I'm even. I said Mayweather play. Not all seventy play. Oh, they're all part of the team, Tyler. Seventy guys. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.